guys. This is Charlotte, your Divas champion from WWE. You're listening to Maximum Threshold. And remember, anything worth doing, do it with flair. Woo! Automatic defense procedures initiated. What we've got here is... Maximum voltage. Maximum power. Maximum carnage. This is Maximum Threshold. Call the show at... 440-709-4977. Maximum Threshold. And here's your hosts, Dom. And that's actually quite smart. He just makes errors of judgment along the way.
Yeah. What's going on out there, people? Good people. Ah. Yeah, man. It's nice to be back on here. Phew. Got another blaring show for you tonight here on the Maximum Threshold Radio Show. And obviously, we start off this show with this week with some brand new music here from Death Angel and my good friends over there, man. Uh, yeah, we were going to have Will on the show here, what was it, a few weeks ago. The same day we were, we caught up with uh, Jason Bittner of Overkill. And the interview with Jason just went, went over, it was an, over an hour or something like that. So we kind of lost our time with Will and Will had to go eat. So we didn't, we didn't make that connection like we wanted to for you guys. But when they come back around here, you know, we'll get them back on the show here. We've had them on here well, every time they had a record out. Good guys, man. The whole band is. And so um, I look, look forward to that. Will always has some great things to talk about. I think he's been in the band now 10 years now or something. Wow. And it seemed like he was just a new guy. You know, gave him hell for that. <laughs> Let's see here tonight, man. I got, I'm trying to get you guys caught up with the Sonic Festival or the Sonic Tour Festival I got some interviews here I'm going to try to knock out tonight. Uh, last week, oh, I, I played an interview for you with Andy Hot of Zero King. Hope you guys had a chance to check that out, as well as the video. It looks like hell. You know, they're going to be dropping that record pretty soon. And when that happens, uh, you know, he's going to be back on the show here again. And we're going to talk about Empire Sin, the latest release. Finally, finally with the, the fruition. <laughs> what a word. So, get that going. Get them on the roll. You know, I know they're working with Firelands, PR, as well as a bunch of other bands are too, man. And it's starting to take off, which, is, which I'm really impressed. It's nice to see bands are going for it. And because, hey, we're offering the best that we can, uh, the resources that we have. So if you're in a band, if you're looking for a PR, that's not going to be like, you know, drain you for every cent you have or whatever, you know, but we want to be, be part of this, your solution of helping you out, getting your word out to a bunch of different magazines around the world, radio stations around the world, um, podcasters and whatever. And we've got a lot of connections with them. So we want to help you. Get a hold of me. Send me a message. Uh, at you can send it to me at my main one, mtrshow at gmail dot com. Once again, it's mtrshow at gmail dot com. So if you're interested, looking for a PR for somebody to push some stuff out for you to a bunch of uh, me, other media outlets, look me up. I didn't want to really want to be pushing that on here, <laughs> not tonight. But oh well, kind of like rolled into it anyway. So. Oh man, we're like eight minutes in. I got I'm gonna be jumping right into one of these interviews here in a minute. We got I got the interview with Craig Gass. I've been talking this one up, man. This is a great one. Craig's an old friend. You may know him from like the Howard Stern show and Family Guy and just a bunch of other things that he's been involved with over the years. Cool dude. You know, he's he's a good metalhead. And and he's got some funny videos and some good good stuff that he's done over the years. So you're gonna you're enjoy this interview that I did with him. He got some good um finally 
he did some promo IDs at the end of it, and he didn't even didn't even stop and prepare to go another character. He just rolled right through it, which is impressive. And I also got interviewed tonight with Tommy, the drummer from Black Coffee. I have that, and I may even knock out. Um, I have Danny from Amigo the Devil, so we might be getting that on too. And then I think then that's it, man, because we're like, um, yeah, it's, it's a full lineup. I believe it is. If that was a concert, that'd kick ass, definitely, most indubitably. Let's see here. Hmm. I got a lot of music on the board here. I don't even know if I'm gonna be able to have time to get to any of this stuff. Because I do want to, I do want to get these interviews and knock them out, so you guys can. Because they're not long. I tell you that. I think the longest one's like ten minutes. It's pretty good. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this band, Black Coffee. Uh, the big, big word on them in Columbus is they're the next big thing that's going to come out. And so they had all this hype going on in the media tent. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go check them out. I went out there and saw them open up Sonic Temple Festival on a Saturday there. And they were pretty good. Yeah, yeah they had, <clears throat> they they lived up there a little bit of hype there. Uh, for me, they still sound like a local band. But they sound like they had, their, they had all their shit together, which is cool. And I just kind of like was bullshit with them, you know, musician to musician, you know, mano a mano. And I was like, I was calling him up on his shit that he was fucking up on the stage. And I figured nobody else would catch it, but I caught it. So here's some of that cool little stuff in the interview. Let's see. Um, Danny, Amigo the Devil. Uh, this guy, man, his music that he plays, he plays music about... Um, like serial killers and stuff like that. And it's like just a one-man band, just him and his acoustic. Get up there and play. So it was interesting to talk with him. I didn't know how big this dude was. Not so much tall-wise, but people know him, you know, <laughs> all around the country. Wow. Guy's pretty damn popular. So, But it's cool that I, now I'm on his list, too. So... <laughs> Okay, let me take a break here. We're going to come back in and we're going to start knocking stuff out here. We're going to get the show rolling big time. Don't go anywhere. Miss the live show? Go to stitcherradio.com and search Maximum Threshold and listen in today. That's Maximum Threshold and Stitcher Radio, a match made in heaven. You want to listen to Maxim Threshold Radio on your phone? You can do so. The app is out there, baby. Tune in radio. Go to your little market there and download Tune In Radio. Just type that in the search. Tune in radio. Once you download that app, click it, activate it, blah blah blah. Search Maximum Threshold. That's once again that's Tune In Radio. You can also catch the podcast on there also. Yeah, real nice. Check it out. Tune in radio for Maximum Threshold Radio Live. This is the Hellion. If you are listening to Maximum Threshold on the net, where Dom just sacrificed a live goat in the name of Metal! 
this is Johnny Kelly from Seven's Void, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold. Hey everyone, this is Todd Latore from Queensryche, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold. The Thresh with Dominic. Trailers rocking, probably with our sister. I mean, we're listening to Maximum Threshold right here. Maximum Threshold radio show. Maximum Threshold Radio. Okay, man, I'm going to jump right in here, knock out one of these interviews. Let's, let's do the Craig Gas one. This, this is a good one here. I'm going to sit here and listen to it right along with you guys. So, again, thanks again for tuning in this week's edition of the Maximum Threshold Radio Show. I think this is episode 558, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so, here you go, man. Here's Craig Gas. Good stories in here and everything. Be back after this on your Maximum Threshold Radio. This is Dominic at Maximum Threshold Radio, and I have before me... Mr. Craig Gass, and we also are being joined by... Gene Simmons, and we're also being joined by... Tracy Morgan, I'm a black dude. What's happening, white people? What's shaking, bacon? Nothing, baby. I came here to get somebody pregnant. I hear you, me too. I'm gonna put a baby in somebody's butthole. All I need is a shoehorn. The butt's better in hand, baby. That's right, I'm making a movie in the parking lot called Men in Back right now, in the van in the parking lot. <laughs> what a weird way to start an interview. It's, it's perfect. That's all right, man. That's where it's rolling. How are you, buddy? I'm pretty good, man, how you doing? Doing good, man. I'm, uh, tonight's my performance day, and uh, the rest of the weekend is just hanging out, watching shows, and uh, seeing some good music, so. Um, were you here last night for System? No, just here. You just got in. System of a Down was amazing last night. Uh, Henry Rollins was amazing. Tom Morello was amazing. Uh, he was ripped, was he? Who was that? Tom, yeah. Tom Morello? Yeah, he was drunk. Tom, Tom definitely <laughs> had a couple drinks in him, but, uh, but then he went up and killed doing spoken words. So, uh, yeah, he was definitely, yeah, I would say he was, uh, he was in a good mood, yeah, yeah. for sure. And, um, but he was great. And um, last night, uh, the whole show, just everything top to bottom was awesome. So I'm a little nervous. This is my last interview before I go and get ready for, uh, for my set tonight. So, um, And then I can relax and watch the rest of the weekend. So, Who else is on the bill tonight with you? Andrew Dice Clay. Andrew Dice Clay. Uh, Eleanor Kerrigan, who is a monster comic. I love Eleanor Kerrigan. And Mark Norman, who is actually another okay. killer comic. There's actually, the whole bill tonight is insane. Uh, Eleanor Kerrigan, fun little note about Eleanor. She used to be married to Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, wow. And they still get along. So that is a, like, modern-day miracle that those two. Um, and Eleanor is just a killer, killer comedian. I'm excited to see her tonight, so... Used to you and you and Dice remember the reasons I came here and the cult. No shit. I'm excited to see the cult too. Uh, the cult and uh, uh, Papa Roach, uh, Disturbed. Uh, I'm actually excited to see the Struts tomorrow. The oh, Struts yeah. are one of the coolest new bands. I've opened for the Struts a few times over the last two years, so I'm excited to see the Struts tomorrow. And it's just a bunch of friends, man. So I'm excited. So when are you coming back up to Cleveland? That's a good question. I keep. Uh, 
trying to figure something out. I need to get back up there and do a show. I want to do a show in a proper comedy club next time I come back. And um, the last show I did was at the Kent Theater. Um, and it's been a couple years. I need to get back in there. I don't know, but hopefully soon. You work with Bill Squire to get, get something set up? I just saw Bill yesterday. Yeah, he was here. Yeah, Bill was here yesterday just hanging out watching the show like I would be doing. Yeah. You know, like I just come and I hang out and just like to watch comedy. And um, uh, But yeah, I'll have to, because I know Bill's performing tomorrow here, so I'll have to talk to him about that. Yeah, hook up with him. Get, get that going up there. Yeah, yeah, Bill's a good dude and a funny guy too. So what else did you have going on this past year? The last year I've, um, uh, who did I perform? I just did a couple of shows last month with Corey Taylor doing stand-up comedy opening for a show called Corey Taylor and Friends. It was Corey and a bunch of his buddies playing covers. And it was crazy because it wasn't just what you would expect from Corey. Like, he did play Van Halen covers, Black Sabbath covers, but he also played In Excess. He played Poison. He played Asia's Heat of the Moment. And it all worked. It just, it all killed. And um, that was really funny to to be a witness to. But, uh, um, and then I saw last night he was on TV doing uh, uh, the first live performance on TV with Slipknot on Jimmy Kimmel. So that was like, oh man, he's getting ready to go out and tour for a long time with Slipknot. So, but uh, uh, but besides that, I've been doing you a lot of the Jericho Cruise, didn't you? Oh yeah, the Jericho Cruise, and doing the Jericho Cruise again in January of 2020, and um, uh, I'm going back on with Brad Williams, the comedian. Uh, a little guy, right? A little guy who's uh, a killer, oh, yeah. killer comedian. Brad Williams is actually going to be the host of the new Jericho Rock and Wrestling Cruise. That is one of the craziest things. Even the employees on the ship, because these are boats that that go out and come back, go out and come back as different rock cruises. It's a Leonard, it's a Leonard Skinner cruise one week. The next week it's a Kid Rock cruise. The next week it's a Kiss cruise. And all the employees were so curious to see how are we going to do professional wrestling on a moving ship and it worked it was one of the most entertaining things i've ever seen in my life man it was so much fun and i'm excited because it's going to be in january 2020 which for me is uh i mean it's it's a dead of winter so and then you're going to be out on a on a on a boat out in the sun it's going to be awesome i'm excited about it Uh, jericho pay you to go there or is something that you wanted yourself to go no we all get paid uh, nice. And we get to do, uh, we get to get paid for our shows, and and we go out and uh, and perform for people, and and like when I do a Kiss cruise, my crowds are the second biggest crowds on the ship behind Kiss. Um, they they have put me in smaller venues on the Kiss cruises, and then it had to move me up to the theaters, and then uh, uh, on the Jericho cruise, they have us in the theater for both of our shows, and it's fun, man, because people. Uh, the rock and wrestling cruise is such a cool idea. Yeah, have cool rock bands and then have wrestlers and comedians. And uh, I'm hearing some crazy shit about who's going to be on this next cruise that hasn't been announced yet. You got Ric Flair going to be on this. I don't know, man. I hope Rick is hanging. I know, I know. I hope he's hanging in there. But uh, yeah, man, too many wrestlers have been leaving us lately. But uh, but uh, but it is going to be a fun cruise. So yeah, the, the AEW taking off and everything. So yeah, AEW's be nice in uh, Vegas next week. Or oh yeah. Yeah, and I didn't even... Double or nothing. Double or nothing. And I'm going to be in Vegas. I was planning on just hanging out in Vegas next week. I didn't realize I'm going to be there when Chris Jericho's there. So I, I think I should hit him up for tickets. Although I'm sure everyone's hitting him up for tickets. But oh, yeah. but uh, but I'm excited that uh, that's going on. Yeah, Jericho's a, a really cool guy, man. I've, I've, uh, I've really gotten along 
really well with Chris Jericho. A couple wrestlers. I started doing Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast. Him and I got along really well, and um, it's it's fucking nuts, man. What other um, what other wrestlers have you been dealing with? Um, I'll tell you the ones I wish I had hung out yeah. with. I wish I hung out with Jimmy Superfly Snooker, man, because when I was a kid, he was my favorite wrestler, and I would hear stories from my rock friends that uh, that Jimmy Superfly Snooker was hanging out at shows in Jersey wearing a snakeskin jacket and uh, might or might not have been doing coke at the bar, and it just sounded fascinating to me, and I was I was such a fan. Like my wrestling uh, time, like when I was like a massive fan, was. The end of Bob Backlund and the beginning of Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, Superfly Snuka, um, uh, the Iron Sheik, who it might be my favorite wrestler now just because he's out of his fucking mind. Yeah, so anyone who says they're going to humiliate you by uh, fucking you in the ass. That's right, you got to do it. You, you got, that's, that's actually a tremendous amount of respect. That's his opening line, too. That's his opening <laughs> line. I will humiliate you. I fuck you in the ass. Like, Wow. That's a, that's a hell of a Tinder profile you got there. But, yeah, it's uh, that's... Either that or his grinder. Yeah, or his grinder, yeah. Good for him. I say good for him, but... Uh, He's keeping it going. Yeah, I'm excited. But, uh, but yeah, man, I'm ready to go, man. I'm ready to hit the stage and uh, go do my thing, so... I hear you. You going to come see it? Oh, yeah, definitely. All right, dude. We'll rock out. Okay, can you do us a quick favor? Wait, one, one time, where can people get a hold of your, your material, your merch, and all that? If they want to find me, they can see all my weird shit. It's all linked up through getgas.com. Get gas with two S's. You'll see the links to all my social media. I strongly recommend checking out the social media because I'm always putting up weird shit on there. Like, last night, I was hanging out with the, with the singer of Ghost, and I have this on film. Uh, Tobias is in full makeup. He looks scary as shit, and he was laughing at a joke that I didn't understand. It was told in Swedish, and I tried to laugh along with him, and he just stared at me and said, why are you laughing? And I said, I don't know. I'm fucking scared, man. <laughs> I don't know. Like, and we put that video online. It's on my Instagram right now, at Craig Gas Comedy, at Craig Gas Comedy with two S's. And there's lots of weird shit. Scroll through, and you'll see some really entertaining stuff on there. Nice. Can you do us a quick um, favor? Yeah, what's that? Promo ID for a radio show? Sure. What do you want me to, what, what's the keywords that I got to say? Anything with maximum threshold radio in it. It doesn't matter. All right. We'll do a few of them. You ready? Hey, this is Paul Stanley, and this is Gene Simmons from KISS. The check just cleared for $2, so I'm going to tell you you're listening to Maximum Threshold Radio. Give me another $2, I'll come to your house and fuck your mom. Hey, this is Tracy Morgan. I'm a black dude, and you're listening to my favorite white music on Maximum Threshold Radio. Turn it up, or I'll put a baby in your butthole. Hi, this is Christopher Walken. You're listening to a bunch of people whose voices are all fucked up. It's Maximum Threshold Radio right here. Turn it up and do some coke. Hi, this is Al Pacino, and you're listening to some devil music. I don't understand any of this. At Maximum Threshold Radio. Hey, what's up? This is Adam Sandler, and you're listening to Skid Row and Poison or something like that at Maximum Threshold Radio. Shibby-doo. Hee-hoo! All right. That was perfect. Soon, I know who's going to kill me. And I'm going to give you the information so that all 20 of you will be able to help my family. Because Gene Simmons from KISS is going to kill me. 
I am certain of it, that Gene Simmons from KISS is going to kill me. And it started out as something silly. I auditioned for about a year to be Howard Stern's sidekick. And during that one-year period, all I would do really is just sit in the background as celebrity voices, and I would say awful shit as celebrities. <laughs> like everybody had like an angle, you know. Like if it was, uh, like say Christopher Walken would be like a guy who would say racist shit, or you know, like something in the news would come up about race, and I jump in. That's that sounds great. <laughs> Howard, that reminds me of a great joke. Yeah, what's the joke, Chris? Well. What do you call a midget Puerto Rican? A speck. Pow! That's a great joke. <laughs> and what's funny is that people at home would be like, man, Christopher Walken's fucking racist. <laughs> They'll get mad. <laughs> and I had this impression of Gene Simmons that was like, it wasn't really funny. It sounded like Gene, but we really couldn't make it funny. I was trying to think of a funny angle, and I was like, how great would it be? If every time we have a music guest in the studio, I'll just constantly interrupt them as Gene Simmons and try to sell them shitty Kiss products. <laughs> and it worked. And it was funny. It doesn't matter who the musical guest was. The bigger the musical guest, the better to fuck with. It just whoever, like, it could have been Coldplay. It could have been Jay-Z. It would all come back to Kiss. It could, Paul, it could have been Paul McCartney. And in the middle of the interviews, I would just go, Paul, I'm going to stop you right there. By the way, this is Gene Simmons from KISS. And if you go to KISSonline.com right now, you will see how much the Beatles stole everything from KISS. And Paul McCartney would look at me and go, Who the fuck are you? And i go, I'll tell you who I am. How many members were in the Beatles? Four, right. How many members were in KISS? Four, thank you. Go to kissonline.com. It didn't make any sense. I was just an asshole. You guys put out Abbey Road, right? Yeah. I fucked a fat girl named Abby in the road. Fuck you. Go to kissonline.com. <laughs> but what's weird about it that we had no idea about at the time is Gene Simmons, the real Gene, started getting hate mail. And people started yelling at him on the streets. Like, he'd be in a mall in Beverly Hills, so I'd go, Why are you such a dick to Paul McCartney? Who, me? What did I say to Paul McCartney? I don't, I never said anything that was mean. And then, or, or all the weird gay shit I would say on the air, people would, people would think was real, and they'd go, Why do you want to finger fuck Fabio? He's a nice man. But you would go, I never met Fabio. What are you talking about? I never... And someone finally told him, Gene, there's a guy in New York. Um, I'm Howard Stern Joe. He's a comedian. His name's Greg Gass. He does an impression of you. And he's an asshole. <laughs> he's, he's an asshole. And, and people think it's you. I don't know why. And armed with the information, without telling us, Gene got on a plane, flew to New York, and confronted me live on the air. <laughs> Which I know a lot of you saw, it became an episode of E! Entertainment Television of his first uh, visit with me on the Howard Stern Show. This is how we find out about it. We're having fun on the air, laughing about something that was in the news that day, 
And Gary Delabate, the producer of the Howard Stern Show, walked in. He goes, oh, hey, guys. Um, hold on. Hold on. You got to stop. You got to stop. This is... No, no, no. Um, okay, shit. Uh, okay, Gene Simmons just walked in the building and he wants to beat the fuck out of Craig right now. And I was like... Out of me? He's here? Wait, he, we're not going to let him upstairs, are we? We're not going to let him in the, on the floor, are we? Well, all the security guys, a big kiss for you. Let him in without a pass. And I was like, holy shit. Holy shit. What do we do? What do we do? And Howard's looking at me going, great, this is going to be great. This is going to be great. And I was like, great for who? Not great for me. This is, great for you. This is not great for me. It's like, all right, all right. So, okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to go commercial right now. And when we come back, Gene Simmons, not Craig acting like Gene Simmons, the real Gene Simmons is here. And when we get back from this commercial break, we're going to have Gene talk to Craig about his impression. And we go to commercial, and Gary comes over with, like, the worst advice ever. Okay, listen, so listen, if he, if he tries to punch you in the face, he might get, like, two or three clean ones off your face, but, but why don't he jump in? So just, just to make sure you just kind of defend your face. So I was like, hit me in the face? What the fuck are you talking about? That's the worst advice I've ever heard. He's like, no, no, you're going to be great. You're going to be great. No, Ronnie will jump in. You might get a couple hits, but, you know, who knows? We come back from commercial, and go, all right, let's let him in. Please welcome Gene Simmons from KISS. And Gene comes walking in, and in the studio, there's five or six people in the studio. So he doesn't know which one of us is the asshole. And when he comes in... And everyone in the room went, right here. He's just, um, he's gonna, I'll go over here. You, wanna, you can take my chair if you want. This is, that, that's who you want to talk to right there. And Gene came in. Right. First of all, you don't sound anything like me at all, okay? That's number one. And number two, I didn't come here to talk about people who think they're funny. I came here to talk about something very serious and something that's never been done before in rock and roll. If you go to kissonline.com, and I was like... Is he fucking serious? And he was. He tried to sell us a kiss casket. At one point, Howard said... This is a joke, right? You're joking, right? Are you joking about the kiss cash? He goes, joking? What am I joking about? No, it's a real, it's $5,000. Beautiful kiss casket with a kiss logo on the side. And guess what? It doubles as an ice cooler. And I was like, <laughs> and I kept jumping in the middle of his interview going, you know what else has never been done before rock and roll? <laughs> For $1 million, I will throw Ace Freely, our guitar player, into the casket, and you can spend eternity spooning with Kiss. And Gene kept cutting me off going, no, you be quiet. No, you be quiet. No, I'm serious. No, I'm serious. No, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. And everyone at home was going, who the fuck is talking right now? Holy shit. So the interview ends. And Gene gets up to explain what happened at the end of that interview on the E! Entertainment television show. Gene gets up, he shakes Howard's hand, gives Robin a hug, and then I walked in behind them and I was like, hey, hey I'm Craig. I just, I wanted to say hi. And thanks for coming in. Thanks for having a good sense of humor. And he just stared at me and went, And he walked out of the room. And I stood there and I was like, did you see that? 
he mad at me? He's pissed. What the fuck's he mad about? Outside, this is why this happened. Our camera guy, Ganji, is waiting for him. And he goes, Gene, so what would you think about the new guy, Craig Gass? And Gene's walking down the hall and he went, I, uh, and I ran up behind him and that's why I pushed him out of the way and went, <clears throat> I'll tell you what I thought. You want to know what I think of Craig Gass? I love him. He's amazing. I don't know what's on his facial hair. That's fucking weird, but I'll tell you what. So after the interview, the next day, Gary Delabate, the producer of the show, comes walking up to me and he goes, uh, he tells us the, the big breaking news. Hi, guys. You're not going to believe this. I just got off the phone with the kids headquarters. Which <laughs> That sentence should have been, hey, guys, you're not going to believe this. There's a fucking kids headquarters. <laughs> I know. It's fucking weird, right? And Gary tells us, um, I just got the phone with Gene Simmons at the KISS headquarters, and Gene wants to come back. And he has a request. And his request is, I'd like to come back in a month when Craig isn't there. Okay? Because I really do want to sell some KISS products that are new at KISSonline.com. So please book me on a day when Craig's not around. To which I, I heard that, and I just like, that's fucking <laughs> like as a fan like knowing that he knows who I am like I'm a fan of his and like and then he oh that's fucking cool what if I came back anyway like, ooh, ooh wait 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 what if what if what if I showed up anyway and dressed up in full Gene Simmons makeup and Gene Simmons costume and I could walk in the middle of this interview and go, I'm the real Gene Simmons. And you're an imposter. Fuck you. Right? And Gary looked at me and went, holy shit, he's going to fucking kill you. I love it. Let's do it. We're going. Everybody write that down. We're going with Craig's idea. We're going with Craig's idea. He's gonna fucking, you're not going to survive this, but this is awesome. So a month later, Gene Simmons comes back at 8.30 in the morning. What he doesn't know, I've been there since 5.30, hiding in a hallway with a professional makeup artist and a $3,000 kiss outfit with monster boots that lit up in the eyes. Gene showed up wearing a business suit. And Gene walks in and Howard goes, Gene, it's an honor to have you here. Gene Simmons from Kiss, everybody. Gene, it's an honor to have you here. You know we're all big Kiss fans, right? We're all, right? And before we get started, do you mind if we bring in this guy do you know about this guy? There's a guy that says that you're not the real Gene, that, that you're an imposter, that he's the real Gene. And he went, wait, there's, wait, there's a who? There's a guy that says that he's the real Gene Simmons and you've been impersonating him. I don't know what his deal is. Just, we'll just bring him in for one second. Go ahead and uh, bring him in. Bring in the other Gene Simmons. And I threw the door open with my wingspan. I said, that's right. It's me. And Gene looked over and went, oh, you motherfucker, you son of a bitch. And I walked in the room and said, that's right. I'm the real Gene Simmons. And you're an imposter. And I can prove it. Because I got a bunch of cheap shit I want to sell you. And I had a bag full of shit. Just shit that we had written KISS logos on. Uh, new kids on the block lunchbox I took out a marker and I just wrote KISS and after the interview Robin gives him a hug and then Howard shakes his hand 
And then Gene sees me in the corner and goes, come here. No, yeah, come here, Mr. Funny Man, come here. I want to talk to you. And I, I, <laughs> I, I can't walk in heels. <laughs> and I was like, hey. You know what you just did took a lot of balls. <laughs> You're not going to hit me, are you? <laughs> I admire that. And he walked out of the room, and I was standing there in my heels like... And then he throws the door open. Ganji's waiting for him. Gene, what would you think about what Craig did today? He's walking down the hall, and then I was like, fuck it. I threw the door open behind him. <laughs> Dressed up like Gene. I was just standing behind him going... And hiding down the hallway in our green room, our next guest wanted to see Gene. It was Jay, Silent Bob, and Afro Man. And Afro Man had a huge song at the time that was all about getting high. That's the whole song, was because they get high. That's the whole song. And Afro Man is high as fuck. And he's staring at me, dressed like Gene Simmons. And then he looks at the real Gene Simmons. And then he looks back at me dressed like Gene Simmons and goes, Yo, Gene, can I get a picture with you? And the real Gene went, you know, this guy. And I go, shut the fuck up. Here we go. <laughs> Afro man was excited. And he's like, yo, my mom's just gonna trip out. Oh, I know your mom. Hey guys, this is Ron from YouTube's Rock and Metal News, and this is your Maximum Threshold Rock and Metal News Report. The band Chon have their new self-titled album now out and have released a music video for their new single, Pitch Dark. It's on YouTube, so you can check that out. And the 2018 Vakken Open Air Festival are releasing a Blu-ray, DVD, and CD release of some of the great performances from last year. It will be out on July 26th through Silver Linings Music, Vakken Records. It's called Live at Vakken 2018, 29 Years Loud than hell it will have live performances from sepultura soen enslaved helmet halloween and many more and you can check out sepultura's kairos now live on youtube from the dvd and Stone Temple Pilots, they are celebrating the 25th anniversary of their album Purple and are releasing a super deluxe 25th anniversary edition out on September 13th through Rhino Records. It will be out as a 3-CD, 1-LP set, and a 2-CD set in digital formats. It will be remastered and will include previously unreleased tracks, extras, and rarities. A super deluxe edition will be limited to 1,000 copies and will have a bonus 7-inch for the track Interstate Love Song, a replica of the 7-inch from uh, for the song which was released in the UK back in 1994. The flip side is Loungefly. Pre-orders are now up and you can go to stonetemplepilots.com for that and you can check out Big Empty acoustic version on YouTube now. 
Continuing with your Maximum Threshold.net rock and metal news report, Unearth released a music video for the song Incinerate on YouTube. It's off their album Extinctions, released in 2018. And Aerosmith are now moving to their second leg of their Las Vegas residency. Aerosmith Deuces Are Wild. Uh, it's going to start Wednesday, June 19th. And to celebrate, they're allowing fans access to their museum, which has a whole bunch of cool stuff collected for over 50 years, initially only accessible to VIP ticket holders. The exhibit is in the lower level of the Park Theatre at Park MGM, where they perform. And Crocus, they will extend their last ever tour to include dates in USA, Canada, and Mexico. Back in September 2018, they announced they're heading out on their Farewell Adios Amigos tour and and stated that their final show will take place December 7, 2019 in Zurich, Switzerland. But they have added some more dates to uh, Canada and USA and Mexico for 2020. So you can check out their official website for the tour dates. And finally, Voivod have announced a North American tour with, with Revocation. The fall tour will begin September 14th in Toronto and finish in Brooklyn on October the 12th. Supports from Psychroptic, Skeletal Remains, and Conjurer on specific dates. You can check out the dates and their official websites. This is Ron from YouTube's Rock and Metal News with a Z, and this has been your Maximum Threshold Rock and Metal News Report. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, Ron. I want to thank Craig also, and I want to thank all of you for tuning in and listening to this week's edition of the Maximum Threshold Radio Show, episode 558. Coming at you live, St. Louis, Missouri, for you. So, yeah, we're taking a show on the road. Here we go. Yeah. Hey, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Craig Gass interview, as well as uh, the little Gene Simmons clip afterwards. It's better when you watch the video of that. Okay, and his last, that, that, um, See, that show that I had, it also came with a DVD as well. So go out there and get, get gas.com. Go there and get his merch, get his DVDs and all that, and hit him up on Facebook and, and I almost said Amazon. <laughs> uh. Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Tell him you heard about, it, heard about him here on the show. Tell him what you thought about his um, time with us. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Next, let's see. Um, we'll do the interview with Black Coffee with Tommy. And then we're going to see. Time's moving pretty quick. So we'll see how we, how time looks at the end of this interview and end of the song by Black Coffee. And then we'll make a decision whether we're going to play the um, Meagle the Devil interview after that. So let's go. Check this out. And uh, let, me, let me take a little break here. Then, then, then we'll go back to it. How's that? This is Michael Coraform, Red, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold. Hmm. This is Joe from Bang Tango, and this is Steve from Bang Tango. Here's Steve. <laughs> you're listening to Maximum Threshold. And scene. I had a blind. It made me laugh when he had me because he introduced me to sitting in. I was like, "Here, Lance, say your name now." Just do it right. I tried to, but stop it and start it. All right, ready? Just go. 
Hey, we're Bang Tango, and you're listening to... Hey, we're Bang Tango. Sorry. Oh, catch. Hey, we're Bang Tango, and you're listening to... Maximum threshold. Marzi Mondesari, heaviest Texas, my favorite station of all, Maximum Threshold. Awesome, brother. Thank you, man.
Dominic of Maximum Threshold Radio, and I had before me Tommy from Black Coffee. How the hell are you, man? Dude, I'm doing fucking great. Out here at Sonic Temple, living the life, man. That was pretty cool, man. I was out there the first time I heard your music, or got a chance to check you out. I heard a lot of hype on my way coming here for people who live out here in Columbus. Now I'm up from Cleveland, so we didn't get a chance to you know, get turned on to you, man. But it was pretty cool to finally hear you guys. Yeah, I mean, uh, we unfortunately haven't made it to Cleveland yet. We're Columbus natives. Uh, we play a lot in the South. We do a lot in Kentucky, North Carolina, South Carolina. Um, we got a lot of good, really good, really good bands that we're friends with down there, like uh, Prowess and Trauma, Illinois, from Northern Kentucky. Um, so we do a lot of stuff down there. But hopefully, sooner than later, we'll be making it up to Cleveland. Because I mean, you guys go great. Oh, dude, I mean, we've, we've, everyone from Cleveland that we've talked to has said that it's a great rock scene. And our guitar player, uh, Justin, actually lived up there for two years. So he's always like, oh, we got to go play Cleveland. We got to go play Cleveland. So we're, we're going to make it up there sooner than later. So, so how'd you guys get on this bill? Uh, the, the Sonic Temple bill? Yes. Uh, well, we got it. We got it at the same time. We played last week at the Epicenter Music Festival. Okay. We got this uh, gig. Um, I mean, not going to lie, our manager is an ace. He's a badass i mean he's, he's he's a good guy so he he got us both these shows um we actually were originally slotted to play on a side stage on sunday and then some things happened and we got moved to the main stage today so unbelievable i mean we're i mean blessed is the feeling that you know that we feel um but you know to be here in columbus at a festival that we've all been you know, fans and attendees for you know years. I've, I've been coming here when it was Rock on the Range for four or five years now, and uh, to finally be here at the main stage in front of all these people and all these new people, it's it's humbling. It's an amazing feeling, you know. What was the main thing that got you guys catapulted for being like a local band to being on a different scene now? <laughs> um, I mean, There's to be, be some magic, in dude. To be honest with you, I don't know. I mean, we. we we started off, all of us have played in different projects together throughout the years in the Columbus local scene. We all ended up, you know, luckily and, you know, as a band, we started off as a three-piece, just me, Ehab, and Justin. Uh, Ehab played bass and sang. And then we added Nick into the fold about six months ago, and that was just a complete step up, you know, because Ehab was able to come in the, you know, the front man that he was always, you know, wanted to be. Um, so in terms of what got us to here, I think it's just shows, man. I mean, we've we're, we're, we like playing shows. We do the live thing. We're a band that's built on the live show. So, uh, you know, we've always fronted that as our thing. And uh, so I think people always wanted to see us live. And the more people that want to see us live, the better, because that's, that's where we live. You know what I mean? That's where our entire soul is, is live, you know? What made you pick Black Dog to play? Uh, I mean, we we are we we're you know we're a band who's uh, you know broke, uh, you know so we we got to make money. So a lot of covers. Yeah, so we have about two hours worth of originals, uh, and we also have about two and a half hours worth of covers. So we'll go in, you know, certain days we'll play four four and a half hour sets at these dive bars, you know, in the middle of nowhere, you know, make our money to support our original project. And uh, Black Dog, I mean. For me personally, Zeppelin's the biggest influence of all time. They're, I mean, just so incredible. I, I can never, oh, yeah. I can never put a band above them. Um, but as a whole band, Zeppelin is it, all of our top three bands of all time. So that always gets a good crowd reaction. We always play good. It's always a fun song to play. It's paying homage to the gods. So that it was just an easy choice. What do you do in the band? I play drums. <laughs> I, did you mess up in Black Dog? couple spots yes because I, I, I caught it yes i did yeah i mean uh so i, I play a lot of vintage uh cymbal stands and uh, uh for, during the second part uh one of them was in the pro- 
house as it blowing over. So I kind of had to catch it. And then by the time I set it back down, he was like, see you move. And I was like, oh, fuck. You know, it's like, I probably came in early. But, you know, I don't think Zeppelin ever played that song the same way twice. So that's how we like to do it. How was that? I caught that on you guys. Yeah. Well, you know, I paid attention. Hey, you're a dog. I, I, I'll give it to you. I'm a guitar, so I always hear for, for the drummer. Because I know the drummers is the root of the band. Hey, dr- drummers, drummers and guitar players always live in the same house, man. We, we, we got to stay tight because, you know, those, those, those a lot, you know, lead vocals and bass, I mean, you know, they're cool. But get guitar, you know, if the guitar and the drums are tight, then the whole band is tight. So me and Justin have a very special connection. Is it true that the drummer gets the most leg in the band? Uh, well, <laughs> uh, I have a fiance. So I would say quantitatively, uh, I get the most leg. I mean, I, I, I get I get laid more than anybody else in the band. I very one committed girl, you know, and and uh, she's a freak. So, I'm not gonna complain on this one. <laughs> Which guy in the band is most likely to end up with a post op tranny? <laughs> um, oh shit! It's between Nick and Justin. Who wants to shred? Hold on, I'm gonna look. Justin, I, I seen Justin first. He, he's the most likely, guaranteed. <laughs> Just a couple of more things here to let you get going. How can people get a hold of your music? Uh, iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon. You look up Black Coffee. Uh, the name of the album is Take One. We're actually going out to L.A. for a couple months starting in June to record our new album. Um, we got a lot of really major news. Uh, I, I guess I won't be the guy to drop it. We've, we've actually been signed to a major label. Uh, we can't drop any details yet, but we're going out there with them uh, to record our new album. But uh, Black Coffee, Take One. You can find our music video also on YouTube. It's Black Coffee. I barely know her. And you can find it on there. Gotcha. Could you do us a quick favor? Sure. Could you do a promo ID for a radio show? Just say, just say the name of the band you're with. You listen to Maximum Threshold. Look, at That's cheating. Oh, there we go. <laughs> it does something crazy out at the end of it. Alright. Alright, so... Alright guys, my name is Tom McCullough. I'm the drummer for Black Coffee and you're listening to Maximum Threshold Radio. Rock and Roll! That was perfect.
have a smartphone, iPod, iPad, or even Roku? Grab the app, tune in, and search Maximum Threshold and hear the show live directly from your device. Hi, this is Udo Dirk Schneider, the singer of UDO, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold Radio. This is Jill Janice, a huntress, and I gotta tell you, when I'm on the road, there's only one thing I'll pee into, and that's a funnel. It's called the Go Girl. I hope you have a minute to go check it out. Then I'm back to Max with Rachel Radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay, well, good people, well, we're getting out of here for this week. I cut this down to an hour. So, I want to thank everybody who tuned in. And everybody who's listening to us on all the different platforms, man, thank you. We just recently jumped on board with Anchor and um, see how that's going. Uh, they're, they're supposed to be helping us pimp us out. So we'll see if that all pans out in the long run. So, yeah, we're getting out of here, but I want to thank, let's see, Craig Gas, Tommy from Black Coffee. I want to thank Death Angel for putting out a kick-ass record. Um, I want to thank, definitely want to thank you guys for tuning in to this week because, hey, I need to do this, and I'm glad people are still listening. (laughs) So next week we got, um, I'll I'll play the Danny interview with uh, Miko the Devil, and we'll see. We're getting the ball rolling again. So, you know, like we always do. So, we get out of here. See you guys on the flip. Uh, and all that good stuff. Horns up, fists in there, baby. Don't go on ball. Yeah. Well, speaking of not making sense. You are listening to Maximum Threshold. That's Maximum Threshold Radio. And yes, I spoke Swahili. I'm Kato Kalen. Another one. Hey, everybody, it's me, Kato Kalen. Oh my gosh, I Maximum Threshold Radio. You're on fire. Keep listening. You just listened to Maximum Threshold Radio Show. It's live every Saturday night, 8 p.m. until whenever the fuck they shut up. So tune in. It is pointless to resist. Thank you.